welcome to the BNB podcast. I am super excited because I have a very special guest today. He's a talented actor, accomplished author, a martial arts instructor, a husband, and a father. Welcome to the podcast, Mr. Brian Genesee. Well, hello, Amanda. And just call me Brian, please. A.K.A. Rocco Carner. Yes, Rocco's back in the house. All right, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Woo! Thank you so much for being on the podcast today. It is absolutely my pleasure. Thanks for having me. I want to go to the beginning. I know that you moved here from Canada yes. to follow your dreams. So how did the BNB come about? Like, what was the process? That's, a, that's actually a very funny story. So <clears throat> I was in New York City. I moved to, uh, from Canada, uh, Toronto, to, to New York City um, when I was uh, 19, 19 and a half. And um, <clears throat> I was there for almost three years. I was auditioning and I was doing some work. And uh, I got this audition for this new soap opera. So I auditioned. And then, like a lot of auditions, it disappeared. Now, eight, nine months later, my agent says, hey, you've got a callback for that soap opera. I'm like, what soap opera? <laughs> and he says, the one you went out. I said, I have no idea what you're talking about. So he says, yeah, you went out for something. I said, okay. So he goes, you you know, you got a callback for it, for the Rocco. I said, I don't know. I don't even know what that character is. So, But I go, okay, let's go back. So I do it again. This is in New York. I do the callback in New York, which they which they uh, film, and then they send it to L.A. Now, a few months later, again, after that, they go, hey, they love you for this soap, or they like you, they want to see you in Los Angeles. So I'm like, okay. So I get to Los Angeles, I meet Laura Lee Bell, I meet Brad Bell and Mr. Bell and Mrs. Bell, um, who own the show, who have passed, since passed away, unfortunately. And it's, it's so exciting, and then I go in, and they, and they have me read again for this character, Rocco, and I'm like, who is Rocco? I don't know who Rocco is. Anyway, I read the, char I read the character, and uh, I actually have a, a job back in um, Canada to do a commercial, so I go back to Canada. When I'm in Canada shooting this commercial, I get a call that you've been hired for this, for this role. And I'm like, oh, my Lord, okay, that's so exciting. And they say, you got the part of Rocco. And I keep going, who's Rocco? <laughs> anyway, they ended up writing this role for me. I actually went in for Storm. So I went in for a lawyer. And when I went in for, for his role, Ethan, Ethan Wayne, I went in for Ethan Wayne's role, as it was, was a lawyer. But I didn't know that when I was in New York. So I'm living in black Puerto Rican Harlem. I wear, you know, uh, army boots and fatigues, and I walk around my neighborhood and I'm, you know, I'm friends with a bunch of people and I'm just got the look and the whole thing. So when I went in for Storm, who I didn't know was a lawyer, <laughs> you audition for a show, you don't get the whole script. You get, as you know, just the scenes that you're doing. So I have my scenes, I read my scenes and I think, oh, this guy's name is Storm. So he must be like a storm. <laughs> so I, <laughs> I go army fatigues and, and, you know, boots and, uh, you know, a tight T-shirt and my hair spiked up and I had long hair. And um, and Brad Bell and Mr. Bell and when they they just kept cracking up, they thought it was a choice, which to divulge the absolute truth right now, it was not like this great choice that I made to be funny. I thought <laughs> I 
character was going to be this kind of street guy that was pretending because the dialogue was weird for me going, I guess he's pretending to be something like a lawyer or a, a businessman or something. So they just kept cracking up and thinking I was hilarious. So I, I got the job, not even realizing that Storm was a lawyer and that I was being hilarious. They just said, <laughs> stop laughing. So they have this this tape comes from New York and there's, you know, three hours of people. And they said, I was near the end. This is Bradley Bell telling me, he says, you know, you were near the end. So we're watching all these guys in suits and ties do this role for the attorney for, you know, Ethan's role. <laughs> and I was like, for Storm. So right. Storm, Logan. So they go at the end of the three hours, you come on and we're like, what is this? And they just said they just kept cracking up because you're doing the exact same scenes, but in such a completely different way that we had to write Rocco for you. So that's how that happened. Oh, that's amazing. Yes, I don't think I've ever told that story. It's a, it's a great story. It's a fun story. So you had no idea when you went in that you were even going to be Rocco. No. And I, well, when I got there, there was Rocco. They had, they had written Rocco. And so this, this, the only time I saw Rocco, because I said earlier, actually, I, got, I saw like they're going out for Rocco, but I still read Storm's part in New York. And when I, only when I got to L.A. did they have this guy Rocco. And then I'm in the waiting room with other actors. Um, and Ron Moss had been hired. I met Ron. He'd been hired. But I hadn't been hired and these other guys hadn't been hired and they were all going out for other roles. And I'm like, no one's going out for Rocco. Who the heck is Rocco? They had written for me and wanted to see me do it as the character they wrote for me. So it was hilarious. And I didn't know. I just then I did Rocco. I wore the same clothes because when you go to an audition, you always want to, you know, basically make them see you the same way they saw you. I wore the same clothes I had worn the two other times and I auditioned in L.A. for Rocco and they hired me. That's so cool. And you you had amazing hair. <laughs> Thank you, yes. <laughs> Big hair days. The Aquanet days, I like to call them. What was it like working with Ron Moss and Catherine Kelly Lang and John McCook and Susan Flannery? What was it like? You know, honestly, it was, it was a privilege to work with all of them. Um, John McCook and Susan in particular, um, they, they were you know, icons in the industry. They've done a lot of work uh, in, in television and, and film. So I learned a lot from them. And then Ron Moss, you know, was from Player, which was really cool. And he was, I always kept going, I want his face, man. I just want those, I want that jawline. Can I get yeah. the jaw? Give me the jawline, Ron. So we, we always cracked up because, you know, he's just like the coolest, most handsome looking guy in the world. So it was always fun to do do scenes with him. Catherine was great. We actually dated a little bit, Catherine and I, um, and I still love her. I'm still friends with her and Ron. I don't talk to John really that much anymore, but I but I would love to. Um, I'm good friends with Carrie Mitchum still, um, who played Donna Logan. So it was it was a pivotal part of my life and my career, uh, getting onto a national and international show like that. That was such such a popular show. So it was. It was fabulous working with them. You reprised the role in like 2008, 2009. Yes. Was it very different the second time around? Had it changed a lot? Um, I, you know, here's, <laughs> here's what happened with that. So I went in, I met with Bradley and he, and he hired me and that was so cool. And then literally, I think it was that same week, Bill, 
uh, from YNR. Don. Don Diamant. Don Diamant. Don, who I know, Don. Don, you know, left the sh- left YNR after 487 years. All right. And yeah, and so a lot of the things that Rocco was going to do, well. Brad said, you know, I, 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 you know, the next week I went in, he said, I hired, I hired Don for, to play Bill uh, because, you know, my brother let him go from, from uh, Y&R. So that kind of messed things up for Rocco, unfortunately, because a lot of the things I believe that Rocco was going to do now, Don got to do. And they just can take that storyline and make it go towards Bill, towards Don's new character, you know, Bill now. So... Uh, that, yeah, it was, it started and then he saw I was in a suit and then a couple weeks later I was back in jeans and stuff, kind of walking through the back hall. So it just, it didn't really seem to work out. And I'd love to go back on again if there was a storyline that was right for me, honestly. Um, at my age now where I'm, you know, I think again, it's nice to be in one, I've done the films and traveled the world and done all that. I don't really need to do that. I don't do that anymore. So, uh, to be on a soap would be great. Um. Although it's particularly hard during a global global pandemic, so <laughs> nobody right. is. Yes, but yeah, it would have been great to to be able to expand on that. Uh, we had a lot of ideas, and then they kind of disappeared because the storyline went in a different direction, which happens, which is fine. But you right. know, Bradley's just great, and he brought me back again, and hopefully, he'll bring me back again. You know, and Rocco can shake things up. Yes, that would be amazing. I'm gonna have to get all my listeners to write in. I like, hope you do. Want Rocco back? Yes, because there's a lot of things Rocco can do to shake things up. Definitely. Oh yeah, they they brought Donna back on. She's on like now and then. I forget yes. what you call it. She's not like a full time. Right, right. And uh, they have Katie. Katie, well, Katie does. Katie's got huge parts on there. So, I mean, I could I could shake things up with Katie, with I mean, Donna's not on that much, but with Donna again, with Brooke, uh, there's a whole bunch of things I could do. I like to get in there and shake that, shake all their worlds up. Yeah, that would be that would be amazing, and it would give Donna an opportunity to be on more. Yes, although if you remember, Katie was in love with Rocco. I love Donna, but you right. love so you know we can go back to that. And I like to throw in Brooke actually too. I like to throw in Kelly, Catherine Kelly Lang's character, so that you know there's a whole bunch of shaking up that can happen there. And I like to shake things up with Forrester. I like to shake things up across the board. To be honest with you, so <laughs> yeah, because I mean, they they have a new ridge now, Thorsten yes. K. Yes, and of course. Ridge and Brooke are having problems in their marriage, as usual. <laughs> yes. Yes. Yeah. Thorsten's good. He does a great job. You know, I think that he's, uh, I mean, he's a very strong actor. And he does a great job. So I just think, again, it's kind of it's so incestuous now. It'd be good to get some new blood in like Rocco because they've all been with each other so, so many times. I know. You know? I know. Between and- Eric. And Ridge, and it just keeps going, and Bill, and Bill Spencer, and, you know, I want to I destroy Spencer, you know, uh, creations. There's a bunch of stuff that Rocco would like to do, but, yeah, I don't know. It's up, it's up to Bradley. It's not up to me. Right. 
I think Rocco could be uh, a, a nice, um, could be a nice thorn in his side. And I think he could be working with Ridge to actually undermine a lot of, of, of Bill Spencer uh, without Bill Spencer knowing. So I just have my own, I have a few thoughts. So yeah, I got to talk to, I got to talk to Brad. I got to talk to Brad. Yeah, you need to, because that would be really awesome. Yes, but please do have fans listen, talk, listen to Amanda. Amanda <laughs> is the queen. And if she tells you to write in, I think it's a great thing to do. And I would so much appreciate that. Yeah, I'm, I will put that on all my socials. Thank you. Thank you very much. And I really would. I'd love to go back uh, on the show again. It, you know, with, with what's happening, they're not, they're, they're not even, I don't think they're even filming. They were going back and then now the governor has closed it down here in California. So I'm not sure that they're even filming anymore. So if they even did go back, so, but we'll get, you know, there's time, a lot of time. My co-host, she lives in California, Chelsea. She couldn't be here today because of uh, work. Well, and big shout out to Chelsea and thank you for helping. You know, it's, that's the thing. It's all the people that are keeping us going that put themselves out there. That's a great, that's great. The BMB has been on for 33 years. <laughs> that's amazing. Yes. And is, is that surprising to you in a way? Um, it's, it's surprising personally in terms of when I look at my life. And then I'm, you know, 50 plus now. <laughs> and I was young 20s then. And it's so strange that I still see Rocco in my brain. Rocco hasn't gone anywhere, you know, because he's part of me. And then I look at the show and I'm like, oh, my Lord, it's 33 years. It's 33 years. And, and you have the workhorses. John and Catherine are still there, the originals. It's just amazing and ron was there up to 30 years which is unbelievable but no in terms of uh the show itself the writing is so strong brad bell is you know as as the, as the lead writer and, and, and you know producer and owner and and everything is so great the writers are so great the crew is so great the camera people are so great and then the show was such a big hit that you know, I spent a year in Italy after I was done. You know, it's just such a big hit around the world. I'm not surprised at its success. And Brad was really smart. He kept it to half an hour, which is really smart. Yes, that's a hot debate with listeners and fans in general. Should it be an hour? Should it stay 30 minutes? Yes. Well, but if you look at it in terms of the cost of going to an hour, it's a lot more. And so you can do a lot more in 30 minutes with the, with the budgets that they have and, you know, the way they've traveled and they've, you know, they've gone to Italy and Australia and here and there, they go everywhere. So it's, you know, most soaps don't do that. It's great. At an hour, I don't know that it would be a prohibitive cost for them to do that. So I think it's, I think it's smart. We all even then wanted to go to an hour back, back 33 years and 31 years and 30 years, you know, we wanted to do an hour, but I think he's smart that he kept it the way it is. And it's success speaks for itself. Yes. I like it 30 minutes because if you're busy and you, you watch it all at the end of the week or whatever, you know, it, it's only like the length of a movie. So you can, yep. 
fit that into your schedule easier. Exactly right. Two and a half hours, you're done versus five. It's great. How do you feel about being a part of the legacy of the Bold and the Beautiful? Because Aww. you're definitely an alum, for sure. Am I, part, am I part of the legacy of the Bold and the Beautiful? I'm so excited by that. I think it's great. I, again, you know, Rocco was an anomaly in the sense that, again, uh, so this is for all your listeners. You know, when you write a show, because I've written films and had films produced and sold, um, so I understand the process involved. For a TV show, it's more complicated. It's, and then for a soap, you, you need to have a Bible. There's a Bible, which is a Bible of the shows and, and the character arcs and the storylines and where they're going to go. So you have Brad Bell and all his people working really hard. They have their show Bible. They have their characters. They have their two families. They have their conflicts. They have all the stuff that they're figuring out for several months up to maybe a year or more, and then they go ahead and they throw Rocco in there. So for that, I'm eternally grateful because again, I wasn't part of any of that. I wasn't part of the show. I'm not part of any family. When you look at it from a different perspective, I'm not a Logan, I'm not a Forrester. I was just an ancillary character that they wanted to add. So that was a pretty big deal for them to do that. And so for me, to be able to be Rocco and never be killed off, I can always be Rocco. So I'm I'm thrilled and honored to be part of the legacy and for you to say that I am. Thank you, Amanda. Yeah, absolutely. We've been going back and doing vintage episodes and you're a big part of the whole beginning of the yeah. show. I'm a part of the beginning of the show, and it was it's really cool. That you're right. To be part of the original cast is something that, that I will always have, and I'm always I'm very proud of that. I, you know, I've done, again, quite a bit of stuff in my career since then, and, and for me, when I look back now, the soap really, and I always give, uh, you know, Mr. and Mrs. Bell and then Bradley and Bill Jr. credit because they brought me in and they gave me uh, an international platform to be seen on which was the first time i ever had that and it's, and it's an incredible platform because the bnb is such a successful show um i'm very proud very proud to be part of the legacy thank you the last thing i wanted to ask have you always wanted to be a writer right so i um yeah i started writing when i was doing a lot of acting a lot of the uh, action movies and stuff that i've done in the different series um, I did the primetime series Street Justice after with Carl Weathers after I did the soap. Um, and so I sold some action screenplays then in Hollywood and had a few of them produced, which was exciting. Um, but I've always loved novels. I've been reading novels since I can remember as a little, little tiny kid. Uh, big change to, to switch from uh, the structure of screenplays uh, to the structure of, of a novel. So for me, that was a, you know, a different learning curve. Uh, which is why I've been doing it now for a long time. Um, hopefully honing that craft and getting it better and better. But yes, I've, lo I've always loved writing. And, uh, in 2003, I was badly injured on a film in Romania. So the reason I've stopped acting back then, uh, I had to go back to Canada for some operations and healthcare and a bunch of fun stuff. So I was doing an action film in Romania and got hurt badly. 
um, which kind of ended my my action career and then kind of ended my acting career to a degree. Uh, by the time I got back able to walk properly and do everything, I kind of been out of the industry already for five, six years. So um, although I might go back and do some commercials, I'd love to go back and do Bold and Beautiful again. Um, but um, yeah, kind of stopped doing all the other stuff. Well, before I let you go, I do want to mention, because some of the listeners and your fans may not have realized or may not know that you're a successful writer and you have a book out. It's the first in your vampire series and it's called Vampires X. Yes, it is. Thank you. Yes. I read the book. I loved it. And I can't wait for you to put more out. I have, I have, thank you, Amanda. I have the second one. Um, it's, it's done, but it's a rough draft. So I have to keep going uh, and get that going. I have six more novels. So I've been writing now for 10 years, only put the first novel out. And I have six more that are here that I keep rewriting. And as I lose my mind, um, rewriting and rewriting and rewriting. <laughs> so hopefully in the next, I'd say the next two years, uh, but in the next year, we'll have the second uh, book in the Vampires X series come out. And then there should be some other ones. I have a, a fantasy novel series. Uh, I have a serial killer series. I have a romantic Hallmark uh, Entangled Publishing kind of series. So hopefully uh, there'll be more books out. But yes, Vampires X, I would love your readers to pick it up. It's uh, on the heat scale. It's I think what would you say? Pretty pretty hot, right? I mean, it's not um, it's not a hallmark. It's not a hallmark movie. It's 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 rated R. I would say. Yeah. Uh, it's, so it's if you pretty like hot. That, if you like that, and you're comfortable with that, then uh, I would hope that everyone would pick up a copy. Kindle's inexpensive. Uh, if you want the paperback, it's also it's under ten dollars, and the Kindle is I think I don't even know what it is now four or three. So it's a it's a really good. Uh, it's a really good price and hopefully, you know, something that people will enjoy. And I would love to get more um, more reviews on that. So anyone who reads it, leave, leave a review there on Amazon for me. Hopefully it's a five-star review, please. Uh, but uh, if it's less than a five-star, that's fine. It's whatever you think. Um, but I love to get five-star reviews and people love love the work and support it. And that's, that's a huge help to every writer. So for any books that you read, um, you know, try and support the writers if you can. Yes, definitely. I will put a photo on my social so everyone can see how the book looks. And you. if you're a fan of vampire novels, you need to read this book. It really blew my mind. <laughs> it's yes, it's exactly. really it will good. Take a bite out of you. Be careful now. Keep the lights on when you read it. Don't we gotta remind them. Keep the lights on when you read it. <laughs> yes, it's an adult book. It's not for the young crowd. No. Well, you could turn the lights off if you want. <laughs> but yes, yes, it'll uh, hopefully it will blow your mind. There's a lot in there, and it's a true story. You know that, Amanda, right? It, I mean, the journal got to me, but it was written by a vampire, and I don't know. You, you got to read it. You got to yeah, read it to, you, to understand. Yeah, you definitely need to read it. Vampires X. Uh, Amanda will have the book there, maybe the link. You can just get it easy with a click on Amazon if you put my name in. Amazon uh, Vampires X is a little complicated to put in, 
Um, so put my name in Brian Genesee and uh, my book will pop up and, and uh, easy to buy. I got the book on Amazon and it came in like two days. So make sure you check it out. And I really yeah. appreciate your time, Amanda, and having me on your show. It's a great show. And, and uh, I hope that in the next year you get 75 million more listeners. Boom. <laughs> I hope so. And to all the bold and beautiful fans, thank you all for supporting the show for so long. I know that I appreciate it beyond measure and that the entire cast uh, appreciates your love of the show for so many years. 33 going 34, and it will probably be around forever. I hope so. Me too. Thank you so much, Amanda. Yeah, thank you so much for taking the time to talk to us today. Of course. My pleasure. Everyone stay safe. Keep healthy. Get through this. Keep your family, loved ones, friends healthy. Wear a mask. Okay? And we'll <laughs> yeah. talk to you soon. Yes. All right. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.